Thank you for checking out Coffee Pods. Over the next few weeks, we're going to be looking at the big how, in particular, looking at how we pray for healing. So have a listen, let us know what you think, and don't forget to subscribe. Wonderful. So welcome to another episode of Coffee Pods. It's good to be back with you, Wes. Uh, Yeah, nice to be here. Absolutely. And uh, we've got a really good question today that's come from a listener. Okay. Um, It's to do with generational healing. So this, just to give a bit of context, this person um, has got um, a history of an illness that runs through her family. Um, She's not experienced it herself, but there is a concern that because it's gone through the generations, it could reach her. And what she's wondering is, uh, or asking, is whether there is a time that we we can pray to stop that reaching her uh, in her, you know, in her um, context. So I suppose this is this is to do a generational healing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, what are your initial thoughts before I start asking you some sort of particular questions? <laughs> Uh, well, well the, the quick answer is yes, there is a time to pray. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, I once heard of somebody who's um, all the male f- members of their family died at the age of 64. Wow. Right. And he was 63. Mm. And uh, so he thought, hmm, there's something here. So he got some folks and some friends to pray and cut him off in Jesus name. Mm. And uh, not only did he not die at 64, but he went on to live quite a good old age. But that's, you know, and, and there are some weird things like that that do happen. So in, in answer to the question, yeah, there may well be a time. OK. OK. So then I, that's really helpful. And it kind of frames where we next go. Um, how are we affected by the past? You know, those who have gone before us in our own family history. Well, it's a great question, isn't it? Because um, in in the West, you know, the fact that I am, for example, Neil Sutton's son, right, never yeah. comes up in conversation. Yeah. You know? And the fact that my dad, you know, was 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 rates Sutton's son, and 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 going back, we never ever talk about that. Mm. But of course, in other cultures, they do. Mm. You know, so you are somebody's son. Um, and 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 your father and grandfather and grandfather and some people you know particularly other cultures trace it back particularly where there is um, quite a, a significance the family name you know mm. okay so go back to the Bible just go to the genealogies you know who begat was begetting with begot with whoever you know and and there is very clearly not just some historical significance but there is some heritage significance that. You know, not just the fact that, you know, you can trace the line of David through all the way back through, you know, to Jesse and and whatever. Mm. Not that one of the genealogies can trace it back to Adam. But actually, it's not just about information. It's about heritage. It's about saying, look at all of this that is part of your life that you are. And of course, you know, you might be looking at me thinking, well, yeah, but the fact (laughs) that I might be somebody's daughter doesn't really matter that much. Yeah. In, in a way, it does it. So one of the key things, just take this one. There's a, a guy in Two Chronicles, and his name is pronounced Yarbates, but actually he's it's Jabez, you know. Yeah. And actually, um, Yarbates, his name uh, means pain. And, and actually, he prays, in, in effect, that God will 
cut him off from that and reverse that. He says, oh, that you would bless me, right? Mm -hmm. And that your hand would be with me, um, that you would keep me from harm so I be, might be free from pain. And it says, and God granted his request. And so I think not every time, not in everything, but I think the past maybe affects us in the West more than we think it might. Mm -hmm. But neither do I think we should be sort of afraid of it. If you know what I mean, there's, there's good stuff and there's not so good stuff and we could deal with the not so good stuff. Yeah. And it's funny, isn't it? Because if you know of like a historic, uh, a positive historic thing that has happened within your family, you know, you're proud of it. You'll probably talk about it and you say, oh, I'm part, I'm part of that line of family. In the same way, if it's a negative thing, you don't want to be a part of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, absolutely so you know i mean i i know that my my mum and dad called me wesley right and mm. of course you know they were methodist stock and it was out of john and charles and stuff that actually isn't the story but it's the story that everybody assumes that <laughs> i have you know i was a methodist sort of baby and i yeah. was made wesley because of it so yeah we we do we claim the good stuff and we sort of yeah. ditch the bad stuff you know i mean nobody wants to be called you know the name of a mass murderer or, or no know, whatever <laughs> so it's yeah you get hold yeah. of it yeah I heard it's going off topic a little bit, but I heard a funny thing the other day where someone said you should name uh, name your child Lizard, so that they'll get called Liz, and when they'll then they'll say, "Oh, is that's a lovely name? Is it named? Are you named after Elizabeth?" And they know they're just called Lizard. <laughs> I just thought it's quite funny because we do we take pride, don't we, in things like that. But um, moving on, how, how can it affect us? Uh, do you think? negatively can it affect us negatively or in quite a harmful way well i, I think so and, and what i would want to say to people is um first of all don't panic okay oh. and don't imagine the worst about you uh, you know what's chiseled on a hypochondriac's tomb what? there i told you i was ill um <laughs> and and of course we can start to imagine lots of the things that might wrong so so please don't go there right now but you know yes it can for example affect us at a physical level where there is um the same recurring illness in the family line now that could be partly genetics Okay, yeah. so, you know, it could be literally a physiological thing, a chromosome, uh, you know, a, a thing uh, about it. Okay, but actually then, you know, you think, well, okay, but there are some, you know, some people might have a predisposition to, to mm -hmm. something physically. But then there are other things which you think, hang on a minute, that's, that's not really, you can't really keep getting that disease like that or that. Mm -hmm. illness. So you'd think about things like, I mean, some people think about things like, you know, you might have a predisposition to cancerous cells or heart disease or whatever. And some of these are fairly um, common. Um, so you, you've got that and you think, OK, wh where did that come from? And, you know, how did I get that? Is it is it spiritual? Is it physiological? And the answer is, well, yeah, it could be either of those. But then take things like a recurring pattern of unusual or untimely or even at times violent deaths that keep happening in a family line. Yeah. And you think, hang on a minute, where does that come from? Yeah. Okay. So um, habitual patterns of um, self-destructive behavior that keep going, you know, from mother to daughter or, or, or parent to child. And, and it doesn't just stop once. It just keeps going on and on. Yeah. And I think, well, hang on a minute. That's, that's got more life in it than you would naturally sort of um, think. Um, failed marriages. 
Mm. You know, presumably people get married because they love one another. Mm. So, so why, why does it happen that, you know, people get to the 10 year thing and it all falls apart repeatedly in a family line? Yeah. And you want to say, okay, well, what, what's that about? Um, and so, you know, you could think even repeated patterns uh, of, of sin that could happen. Yeah. So things like adultery, um, uh, just a whole range of stuff that, that people being people are wanting to be individuals, yet they go on, keep repeating through their yeah. family line, you know, as if somebody's sitting on their shoulder saying, now's a really good time to really mess your marriage up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I think you can add then things like occult stuff, you know, that, that people get into. Um, and, and even, I know it sounds strange, but even, even debt, but not just like, oh, you know, I owe somebody a couple of quid, but like mm-hmm. excessive debt that keeps dogging a family from generation to generation to generation. You think, hang on a minute, where's that come from? So yeah. I think there are ways that it, it can impact us, um, certainly. Um, and and I, I say this very carefully for people, so we, we should probably pray about this at the end. But even I've known in some cases, miscarriages. Yeah that just keep happening. Okay, is that genetic? Yeah, it might be, but is it more mm. than that? So, you know, that sort of stuff. Yeah, but like, so as we talk about these things, like, what is it, do you think, Wes? Like, is it is it a curse? Is it we're entering into um, a lifestyle that is causing these things to happen? Um, if it was just a lifestyle, you'd think that you could change the lifestyle. Yeah, you know, you think it wouldn't happen if you moved to a different town or, you know, you ate a different breakfast cereal, you know. Mm. Um, so is it a curse? Yes, I think sometimes it can be. Mm. I think sometimes it, it can be a curse that um, has been spoken out over a family. Not, not quite like the sleeping beauty thing, you know, yeah. you're going to prick <laughs> your finger and sleep for 100 years. Mm-hmm. But but things that have been spoken with authority and power over us negatively as a family line. Right. Um, and, and they have not been, they've been received or they've not been countered. So for instance, people might live in fear of it happening to them. Yeah. That's a bit like receiving it. Yeah, it is. Giving it some place. Um, or things that, you know, haven't been countered and said, hmm, no, not really. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think, I think it can be. Um, you, you know that uh, in scripture, in uh, Hebrews, it says, uh, consider him who endured um, such hostility against himself, but he despised the cross. Um, the word hostility is evil speaking, mm. which is the curse. Yes. You know, yeah. so, so when people say things and, you know, sometimes, yes, they can hang around. Yeah. I actually, an example of this came up the other day. I heard somebody say, uh, to somebody else, I, you know, sometimes you are such a disappointment to me. And I was like, oh, when I heard it. And But the person on the receiving end said, yeah, well, I've grown up now. And them. I thought, fantastic. That's what we need to do more of is not not just accept that or receive that, but speak back at it. Yeah. And, and, and when people speak words out of pain or out of anger, um, we don't quite necessarily get it in the West as they do in other cultures, but words do have that. You know, we used to say sticks and stones may break my bones, yeah, but names will never hurt me. That's not true. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> you know, so when people say you are always going to be this, mm. you know, um, and sometimes they do 
come out as words of power with authority that mm. impact us negatively. Yeah. So how about sort of the other way around, you know, words of blessing in scripture and there is the verse, isn't there? It says to your children and your children's children. Yeah. Well, I mean, Psalm 103, uh, verse 17, that's the one, but from everlasting to everlasting, the Lord's love is with those who fear him, his righteousness with their children's children. So there's a three generation thing there, you, your children and your children's children. Okay. Mm. And actually I've got to say, Mary and I, we've claimed that for our family. You know, mm. we say, okay, we're going to be blessed. Our kids are going to be blessed. Our grandchildren are going to be blessed. It's now it, after us, it'll be our children's turn to bless their children and their grandchildren, but yeah. you've got to keep going on that. Okay. And of course there is also then the other side of that, which uh, Exodus 34, where it says, you know, the Lord compassionate, gracious, slow to anger and abounding in love, whatever. But it says he will not hold the, you know, the, the, the sinners guiltless, you know, he won't. And he goes on to say, you know, punishing the children to the third and fourth generation. You think, oh, wow, that's not really great sort of thing. <laughs> but actually, I think the best way to understand that is to say, if I sin, there is a possibility, you know, if I engage in gross sin that it impacts us as a, as a family, there's quite a possibility that that could last for four generations, the mm. consequences of it. So I don't think it's God going around saying, oh, I hate you. So I'm going to make you, you and your kids and your grandkids and your great grandkids suffer. I think actually one of the ways of understanding that is to say when we sin, other people do suffer. And sometimes when it's big, it can linger. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm, I imagine those listening, you may have already thought of some examples where you've seen that happen or experienced it yourself. Um, so we will come to pray about that at the end. But the other thing I suppose is we can't blame everything on the past. You know, we, we I think we often say, you know, don't get hung up on the past. Um, but how do we know if the past is impacting the present? Um, well, I think I think one of the things you can say is when um, there are clear indications of repeated negative behavior and repeated negative impact that is more than just chance and, and habit and stuff. And actually, um, as it comes through success, successive generations, one of the things I found is that even though people might not have language for it, they sort of suss it out that hang on a minute, this happened to auntie maud and it happened to her mum and her mum and her mum and her mum so, you know you want to think okay well maybe there's something uh, there um it can be ex um, revealed through examining your family tree yeah you know and just sitting down and saying oh look you know he did that and he did that <laughs> and, he did, and he did that oh well i'm next you thinking no, yeah no, not really um and, you know, and, and, and Mary and I, we did that. We looked at the family tree and said, oh, you know, is that, is that really interesting that this mm. keeps happening down here? Wow. Where, where did that come from? Um, and so I think you can do it by your, through your family tree. I think you can just look back and say, you know, are we, uh, am I as an individual or are we as a family, are we experiencing things that have happened before? Yeah. You know, which are more than just, you know, um, you know, they used to say, oh, Frank, you know, Uncle Frank, he used to be a real wide boy. And that's different from saying, mm. yeah, but everybody, you know, all the male line have, have done that. So I think um, I think it would be particularly where it's impacting your ability to receive healing yeah. or the filling of the Holy Spirit or living as a disciple of Jesus, where every time you sort of reach out, something sort of just pops up a bit like, um going through the archway at the airport, you know, and if you've got metal in your pocket, it pings. Mm. So every time you make an advance, this thing comes back at you. 
And so I think there are times when you sort of think, you know, almost like putting two, two and two together and saying, hang on a minute, there's something more going on here. Yeah, yeah. That's that's really helpful. And I suppose so then for for those who may be in this sort of situation, maybe the lady who sent this good question through, what can we do? Like, <laughs> what do we do in these situations? Well, there's, there's two things I think are going to be helpful. One is Jeremiah 31 verse 29. Um, it's got this quote, which is lovely, isn't it? That the parents have eaten sour grapes and set the children's teeth on edge. And mm. you think, oh, you know, and that's actually just saying, you know, they used to say in um, in uh, Israel that, you know, if the parents sinned, it would come back on your on your kids. Um, but But God says... Um, that will no longer be said. Instead, everyone will die for their own sin and their own teeth will set on edge. And actually, so what the message of that is, actually, in the end, we're responsible for our own stuff. Yeah. Okay. And 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 in that way, you can't necessarily blame the past. But what I would say is if you've noticed a trend, you've noticed a pattern, you've noticed a habit, if it's got you a little bit worried, if you feel that it's hindering you, then what I would say is it would be helpful to get some experienced prayer ministers just to meet with you and to pray with you and, and separate you from your unclean or destructive past. Even though you mm. might not have been involved in it, you might have just inherited it. Mm. And so I think sometimes, yeah, just to clean your journey, you know, mm. to cleanse your family tree and your history and say, you're not that. Mm. You are this. So actually, you know, am I the product of, of of these people and that people? Well, yeah, biologically, I guess I am. But actually, shall I tell you what, Lisa, if you went to heaven and opened my file, okay, shall I tell you what you'd read? Yeah. You'd read this. Born in a stable at Bethlehem, lived in Palestine, died on a cross, went to a tomb, rose again. Mm. Because actually my history is now the history of Jesus yeah. and, and I am in him. Yeah. And that's what you read. You wouldn't read all the other gunk. You'd read this. And so actually for me, one of the things is I lay hold of the fact that I am a child of God. That's my defining factor. And that's the thing I'm going to have in my life, whatever else I might have had to deal with. Yeah, that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah. Um, so has this ever happened personally to you, Wes? Uh, yeah, it has. Um, when Mary and I, we were married uh, quite young. I was uh, 19. She was nearly 19. Um, mm -hmm. I thought, gosh, she looks nice. I, I think, <laughs> I think, you know. Um, and we noticed from not long after we were married, we noticed in our family tree that... Um, on both sides, there had been unfaithfulness in marriages and, and there had been adultery and marriages had, had fallen apart. And I remember where we were and Mary and I were just talking about this and we both said, we're not going to have this. Yeah. And so I remember us stopping and we prayed and in the name of Jesus of Nazareth, we cut it off. We cut ourselves off from it. We said, we repudiate this. We're not having this in our life. And actually what we really said, Lisa, is we are not passing this on to our children. Yeah. Our kids are not going to have this battle to fight. Mm. Okay. So as much as we can do here, and we did, we almost like put a fire break in and we separated our side of the family from all of this Yeah. in the name of Jesus. And I remember being, you know, as we were there, just that sense of something being 
cut off and broken its life flow um, cut off like a stream that suddenly got diverted elsewhere and was no longer flowing and we simply said we're not passing this on to our kids and mary and i have been married we've been together next week for 50 years wow and we've been married for 47 of those amazing <laughs> um and it is grace absolutely grace i wouldn't claim anything else other than it is just the grace of jesus and having an identity from him yeah amazing so um will you pray for those who this may be a real issue for them yeah why why don't we let's do that father i thank you in jesus name that you know our past and our present and you know our future and lord as we've talked about this today i ask right now in jesus name that you will secure the lives of everyone listening to this today Lord, that you will open up the doorway for them to walk through into an uncluttered and undamaged history. Lord, that you'd bring them alongside people who can really help them. But Lord, I pray just in this moment now, in the name of Jesus, we claim our history in you. Born in Bethlehem, lived in Palestine, died on a cross, was in a tomb and has risen again into new life. Lord, we claim that history over our own hearts and lives today lord thank you that we don't live our past we live your reality in jesus name we pray amen amen brilliant thanks guys and just as you were praying i got a reminder that there's always another way you know like something may be presented in front of us it looks like the truth but there's always another way and i suppose that's that's jesus isn't it? come on bring it yeah. on i love it Awesome. So uh, looking forward to starting a new series with you next week. Um, But yeah, chat to you soon. Okay, take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to Coffee Pods. We hope that you have found today's episode helpful and inspiring. If you have a question of your own about Christian healing, send it to info at acornchristian.org and we'll respond. For more information about Acorn, our events, and how to support our work, check out www.acornchristian.org. See you next time.